everybody. This is Jim. Hey, and this is Mike. And we are recording remotely. Not that anyone cares, but yeah, you can't see us anyway. Yeah. But yeah, Jim, we did we did uh, you know the first uh, half year or year in your studio there in uh, New Jersey. Yeah, and then we went uh, remote for a little while, and then we uh, came back, and now we're remote again. We're we're quarantined. Uh, so Mike's, Mike's in PA. I'm in New Jersey, but we're going to do this. Uh, and we are on our regular show, number 16. That's right. So, Jim, uh, what are you drinking? I'm having some coffee. Oh, yeah. It's um, a it's ShopRite brand, Bowl and Basket. Bowl what are you drinking? Basket. You drinking um, a beer? No, I'm not drinking a beer. I'm drinking it's like a- nine in the morning. I'm drinking a hard cider, full drug. I got this French roast. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, cool, cool. So, yeah, we got a regular program going here, a uh, regular episode. And um, we have been delayed, actually, because of so many great interviews. You know, we've just yeah. got a lot of interviews behind us. Uh, I can't even count. I would say a dozen musicians. Yeah, I think uh, we've I interviewed I, about 12. Yeah, that's awesome. Local, yeah. you know, from the, the local guy up in... Uh, Albrightsville, PA, uh, to mm-hmm. uh, people known around the world. So it's been awesome. Yeah, it's got, been a great, great ride. And we've got some good ones coming up. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, by the time you're listening to this, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we released uh, our interview with Marcy Levy, yeah. uh, Marcella oh. Detroit, and that was a good it's, one. It's it's Levy actually, yeah, Marcy Levy. Yeah, like New Orleans and the 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 big yeah. you know masses of uh, soil that keep back the water, Levy. And we. And we apologize for the audio. We try to do the best audio. It's hard to do remote. You know, I'm on, I'm in the studio. Uh, mm. Mike's in his kitchen. Yeah, with a tablet. Yeah, yeah. But Marcy, but, we had a little bit of interference, but we're, we're trying to work on that problem. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, Jim, yeah, we've been uh, really talking about it, really taking a focus uh, on music like we originally had planned, you know, because we had a we had a book review. We talked about the NFL. We talked about COVID. Talked about mm-hmm. beer. Yeah, uh, you know, about one year ago. So, um, really, uh, really focusing on music, and I'm going to continue to do that uh, for all you people. You know, I, I'm really thinking about our listeners. You know, I was going to mm-hmm. say fan base, but I think that's too far. Really thinking about our listeners, and you know, they're like us. Y- you like to hear some great stories from the past, but you also want to get turned on to some new music. Yeah, so we're going to focus more on music. And if anybody's noticed, we did uh, add the word music. It was Jim and Mike talk because we were going to talk about other subjects, but we're going to stick to music. That's what we yeah. love yeah. and know. And uh, this uh, show, what we did was we randomly picked three albums from the top 50 from 2020. And, and there's and different in, sources. There's different sources that we could go with from that top. Um, yeah, we went with a Rolling Stone magazine, mm-hmm. yeah. which, you know, isn't what it used to be. So because um, some of these on this list, I disagree with, you know, the yeah. rating where they were. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at some others. I was looking at and you did too. looking at Billboard, NPR, Spin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody has a top 50. But I, w- I was surprised on this list. You know, we're going to bring up Paul McCartney again, which we have yeah. to always talk about the Beatles. And- yeah, and we just did. So if we don't talk about them again, yeah. it's all right. We, you 
actually said the word Beatles. Yeah, so Paul Paul was at number like 45. And this one album, I unfortunately, um, you know, have, I don't even think it should be on the list. It's, but we'll get into that. Yeah, we're going to get into that. So, so Jim, tell me, so you've, uh, you've got your roulette wheel there, right? You, you actually Mm -hmm. created a, a, no, you didn't, did you? Yeah, I did out of. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wax and um, Cheetos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you spin the roulette wheel with the 50 top albums. Uh, from the most recent year and uh you got three and i got three yeah we went mm-hmm. by numbers of course mm-hmm. whatever yeah. number they were and it's a random number generator actually yeah and then what i love even more is that i get to put randomness aside and we get to talk about something we like it's personal to us from the last year yeah and uh also talk about new bands that i've discovered over the mm-hmm. last year Cool, you know, cool. We won't go into great detail, but uh, mm-hmm. I'll mention some bands that maybe you haven't heard of, yeah. which I, I, in my opinion, are, are pretty good. Yeah, but yeah. Some people think music is, is dead, you know, rock and roll is dead. Maybe rock and roll per se, but there are some good rock and roll bands out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, there's so much music coming out and mm-hmm. it's hard to be original, I think. Um, mm-hmm. you know, unique, you know, and stand out anymore. Yeah. Right. But I've been impressed lately um, with some people I've been talking to who are really into new music. Give an example. Uh, got my brother's friend uh, who will remain unnamed M and I was talking with him and we were uh, working on something last two weekends ago. And, uh, you know, I just thought, you know, uh, he was into just uh, hard rock, some classic rock, mm-hmm. but he says to me, he says, you know, I want to hear songs I never heard before. Yeah. And then he started talking about Americana and he, and roots mm-hmm. and uh, roots rock and Americana. And, you know, I mentioned a couple of names, but he's, he's so into it and he's listening to uh, streaming, you know, all this new music. And, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't just look at somebody and say, ah, they're probably into this, you know, they're probably yeah. just listening to, to classic rock or something, but no, these, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of people who are really looking for, new stuff and that surprised me you know yeah. so so yeah open up I, listeners open up with people and get get turned on some new music and i don't i don't get people who don't listen to music i know people are you know maybe they're older and they you know they used to listen to what's considered classic rock and they just yeah, nothing yeah. really excites them but yeah we were we watched this show it's called um shit's creek yeah yeah it, heard you have it. netflix right yeah yeah i could i could be watching it just start watch see if you like it um it's Eugene Levy. It's Levy, not Levy. Yeah, yeah, uh, Levy. It's his son is in it, and his daughter. It's like a family affair. And right. Catherine O'Hara, too. She, she's she's mm-hmm. great. And briefly, it's it's about uh, this family that um, mismanaged their manager mismanaged some money. They're rich, right? Mm-hmm. But their lawyer or advisor brings up that Eugene Levy's character had bought a town. As a joke, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I think as a gift for his wife, or, and it was Shit's Creek. So he um, reminds him that he owns this town. So they go to the town, and they they're living in a motel, mm-hmm. and they have to adjust. You know, they bring all their clothes with them, and Chris Elliott is in it. Chris oh, Elliott, cool. cool. We better get going if we want to stay ahead of the weather. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking. That's a that's a Groundhog Day. Chris well, Elliott, wait, I brought, uh, oh, okay. no, I'm, 
that's that's Groundhog Day. Chris Elliott says to Oh to yeah, Thelma, yeah, yeah, yeah. We better get going if we're going to say hello weather. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah. So the reason uh, I'll, I'll wrap this up, but the reason I brought it up is the one girl she wants to she's writing a song for her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's trying to get the opinion of the daughter, and she says to her, "I I don't like music. Just simply, I don't like music like that." Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't like water. Or I don't I like start to start cracking out because it's, yeah. you know, that got me. Anyway. Yeah. No, so we'll point get, taken. Point taken. So we'll get started here. Um, yeah. Give anything else um, before we start? No, I, I, the only question is I have, um, you know, why haven't we named our moon? But we're going to get to that some other time. Oh, okay. <laughs> named our yeah. moon. Yeah. We never, we've never named the moon. Oh, it's the moon. The moon. It's like having a dog and you can name it. The dog. Okay. Or the sun. So, well, the, the, sun. No, the sun is, no, the sun is the name of the closest star. To the sun okay. is a star. And we've named our star the sun, okay, or sun. But we haven't named the moon. There's moons around Jupiter. You know, I don't know, there's 27 mm-hmm. of them, I think. And do we call them the moon? No, we've named the, we've named the moon I, around Jupiter. I think we should call it Ralph for the yeah. honeymooners. The honeymooners yeah. used Ralph, Ralph's, um, you know, Ralph Cramden's face in mm-hmm. the moon. You know, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I'll go first unless you want me to. Unless you want to. Yeah, you can go first. All right. So, um, randomly selected, randomly. You know, it's. I almost missed the number fifty because I got number forty-eight here on the top fifty, and it's the album called "Growth" by Kareem Ali. Mm-hmm. The genre is uh, the label it's given is down tempo, so it's really an electronic or electronica, and with a slow beat. You're not going to believe how many songs he's got. He's got 26 songs in just an hour and 20 minutes. Really? Yeah. So you can imagine that some, you know, there's a couple that are 30 seconds and a couple that are a minute long. (laughs) Well, you know, it's, uh, they might be giants. Remember, they used to do short songs. So this is one of five albums uh, that he produced in 2020. After a year of, in 2019, he did three. Okay. So again, he put out five albums in 2020. So we could have chosen any of them. First song starts off with Kareem uh, vocalizing science and philosophy. It's kind of a spoken word, again, with a slow backbeat, electronica. And he's talking about uh, drugs and the brain and, you know, how the brain actually is made up of drugs and you put drugs in it and that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're not supposed to understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much of, much of the album is instrumental. You've got electronic, you've got drums, uh, percussion bass. A lot of relaxing synth sounds, you know, the synthesizer playing. So it's got a real chill feel. He, uh, he sings on track five, and it's called Feel Everything. And so that's my favorite track. The spoken word's okay. The electronica is okay. And Jim, you know, I, I dabbled in the electronica with uh, Fruity Loops, FL Studio, you know, for mm-hmm. a while there. And uh, so, so I, can, I appreciate to some degree. I thought that was the name of your band. <laughs> pretty loops <laughs> no for those for those who uh, make their own uh music at home you know mm-hmm. fl studio so my, my fave is, is when he sings feel everything so if you do check out uh growth by cream Ali, you're gonna you're gonna i'd like you to listen to uh track five feel everything uh so my one critique is the transitions you know i worked for for three years on electronic music and uh you know you don't just you don't just put out an album and the transition from one song to the next sucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's just, you know, so you've got like, like, let's say you've got a synth going, eh, you mm-hmm. know, you might want to k- kick that off. And, eh, you know, yeah. but instead mm-hmm. it, it crackles and it's, and, and it's, and there's a couple transitions from song to song. In other words, 
yeah, that song's okay. That song's that song's good. But don't you think you should listen through the album to see how it goes well, from one song? Maybe to maybe he should have not done like 20 some songs and focused yeah. on a good yeah. 10, 12 and, and like added to, um, you know, made him yeah. a little better. There's, How, there's how's no his way... voice though? I'm oh, sorry. It's decent. Yeah, it's decent. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, decent. Uh, it's, 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 it, uh, he's honest, you know, he's got, he's got a, a sincere feel there. So I like that, but there's no way that a couple of those transitions, uh, you would actually hear a song and go to the next and say, yeah, that was good. You know, so yeah. I, that's my, my critique on that. I give it a, um, I give it a three star rating uh, from, uh, uh, from z- uh, zero, from one to five. I give it a three. Yeah. I'm not calling it bad. And, uh, and, but you know, I've got, I've got some criticisms there, but yeah, the, uh, the song he sings on, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I think I like that one. What, what mention his name again? All right. So this is uh, one of his many albums, uh, eight in the last two years. Uh, this is an album called Growth. And it's by Kareem Ali. Okay. A L I. A L I Ali. So you might want to check that out. You give it a three. Mm-hmm. So Jim, you got what do you got next? Okay, I got um, a girl that goes by the name of Soccer Mommy. Yeah, okay. I saw that one. Mm-hmm. And I was I wasn't sure if this was the name of a band or, but I'm pretty sure it's just her because I've seen some live video or not live, but video of just her. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I think I think the name is awful because her real name is Sophie Allison, which I oh. think is is great. That's, Sophie that's, Ali, Sophie yeah. Ali, or Sophie A, or or even Sophie Allison. I mean, now she was born in Switzerland, okay. but she grew up in Nashville. So at a mm-hmm. young age, I guess she moved there. Yeah, yeah. What's intriguing is that um, she went to college. I'm going to tell a little bit about her. Uh, yeah, she yeah. went to college for two years and she started performing i think she put out songs on ba- that band camp earlier and she's around 22 years old so wow. she was in college for two years and i guess she started to get a, a following and got a record deal and she quit college <laughs> yeah she wow. quit college after two years yeah, yeah her sound is similar to juliana hatfield Mm-hmm. I said Juliana Hatfield meets the Sundays. If okay. Anyone yeah. remembers the Sundays? Mm-hmm. Now I listened to this album. The first, you know, the first time you listen to an album, you're like, ah, it's it's okay. But after I listened to it, I think I listened to it like five times. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I re- really started liking it. Some songs I like better than others. Uh, there's ten songs at forty four minutes. The first song's way too long. It's um. Well, it's five minutes and 37 seconds, uh-huh. but it should be like two minutes. And, <laughs> and I, was, I was listening to this and I, I fell asleep at the will of my car. <laughs> and I'm I ended sorry. up in someone's living room. Really? Yeah. And luckily no one was hurt. The cop yeah, arrived okay. and he asked me what, you know, what happened. And I yeah. told him and he said, did you, did you not, blame it on Julie? Did you blame it on Julie and Hatfield though? That's- no, soccer mommy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And once I told him what I was listening to, that first song on the album, he, do not listen to that while you're driving. He knew. He knew. He knew. He knew. Yeah, yeah. This, so wasn't, we, this wasn't when you had the, the TV, right? You didn't actually have a TV that day. No, no. That's In another. the car. Okay. I'll, I'll tell that story another time. Yeah. The, the huge TV. 
Yeah. That I shoved in my car. This that's the first song. The second song, Circle the Drain. That's the song that sounds most like the Sundays. Mm-hmm. Where she goes from a low voice to, you know, high, um, very, very nice. I, I love her voice on this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the the whole album is uh is kind of mellow. There's there's a couple of songs that are a little bit rocking. Mm-hmm. And the thing I noticed, the first and second song, believe it or not, have the same exact drum beat. Yeah. It's the yeah. same, like she just it's, reused that drum beat. Yeah. Is it live or electronic or can't you tell? I'm not sure because uh, mm-hmm. when she performs live, she has a band with her. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know what went on in the studio. Mm-hmm. And lyrically, now this is one of the albums. It's, it reminds me of Phoebe Bridgers. Mm-hmm. Very honest, uh, sometimes sad, but very, she's putting herself out there. Mostly about relationships, maybe depression. Mm-hmm. Like on Circle the Drain, uh, there's a line, I think there's mold in my brain. It's running down all the way to my heart and my body. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's a sad, like, I love this song, though. But her, like I said, her voice is like really pure and, and sweet on this song. She has a really, really good voice. Title of the song again? Circle the Drain. Okay. Yeah. Some of these songs are just too mellow for me. Mm-hmm. The one in Night Swimming, which is not the REM song, mm-hmm. but it's dreamy and it's, you know, she's just kind of singing like this, you know, and well, like, really the sun, do- like the Sundays album from 25 years ago, 30, 30 Yeah, years I love ago. the Sundays, but this mm-hmm. is, I mean, some of these songs are a little bit too slow. Uh, one song I love is Yellow is the Color of His Eyes. And believe mm-hmm. it or not, it, it reminds me of Coldplay, Yellow. I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's she's, because she's saying yellow, but it's the way it's sung. Mm-hmm. Now, this song is seven minutes, and 11, seven minutes and 11 seconds. But this song is so great. It, it, I'm serious. It doesn't matter. Uh, lyrically, it's very, very good. Uh, like the song Stain is about her being a stain that won't come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, says, but you pulled me close and went through me like a ghost, and I hate the things that you trapped inside my throat, how you made me feel with your words like chloroform, and I hate the taste that it puts in my mouth. Now I'm always stained, like the sheets at my parents' house. Yeah, I'm awfully stained, and it's never coming out. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a four. Okay. Because, like I said, after I listened to it a couple of times, mm-hmm. it's... And I always think, will I listen to this again? Probably. And I, and I actually put a couple of songs in one of the, my playlists. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So that's Soccer Mommy. Oh, the, the album I probably didn't mention, Color Theory, came out February 28th, 2020. So almost a year ago. And that's her second album. Okay. Okay. What do you All got? right. I got number 30 on the top 50 from Rolling Stone, and that is 16 Oceans, it's spelled out, by Fortet, that's also spelled out. Okay. Uh, F-O-U-R, next word, T-E-T, Fortet. So um, the man behind the music is Kieran Hebden, and he's been doing this about 20 years, and this is actually his 10th album. So um, 
it's uh, kind of wild that the first two that I got chosen were electronic. Mm-hmm. So this is also an album um, as mellow as the one you just described and as electronic and interesting as the one I just described before this with Kareem Ali. Uh, Kieran Hebden, he has mixed for uh, mixed songs, possibly albums uh, for several people. Some I didn't recognize, but I did recognize Rihanna. So he's got a professional relationship there with Rihanna and uh, and getting some some gigs there as a producer. And, I'd like to uh, have a special relationship with Rihanna. Yeah, that would be interesting. Don't tell my wife. Yeah, okay. Megan the Megan the Stallion or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so the track that I found most intriguing and uh, probably my favorite is called "Teenage Bird Song." It's track four on 16 Oceans. And uh, it's got some really interesting high notes. Uh, I believe it's a flute. It's probably electronic flute, but uh, I like it. It really comes together well. uh, Hebden uses sounds that can be found in nature, um, water dripping, insects. Um, You know, it's not so mellow that it's a a meditation album, you know, for you to stay home and meditate with. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's more interesting than that. But uh, birds singing, and he's got actual birds singing in a song called uh, it's an acronym, I-S-T-M. Maybe it stands for insects, the I, you know, who knows. But yeah, I-S-T-M the, bird, is... the birds are actually singing lyrics? No, no, no. Because okay. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> there's, a, there's a program for that, you know? If oh, you okay. go in FL Studio, you know, you get birds singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. You know, no, the, bird, the birds are actually singing their own song while he, they're in his song. Yeah, there's another song called insect near piha beach so you know somewhere there's a piha beach p-i-a-h-h-a p-i-h-a so the insect uh this mix is random high frequency sounds you know uh, that's trying to uh, simulate but it's to a danceable beat so yeah mm-hmm. uh, so so insect near piha beach is it's got a danceable beat with insects and such in the background so are all the songs like have a nature theme or not all, but most, yeah. Most okay. you're going to hear the birds or the insects and things going on. But I, I like the mix where it's not the whole time and it's not absent. You know, I think, that, yeah. you know, he mixes up these these interesting nature sounds with it. Of course, he is a, uh, well, I don't know if I call him a producer. I'm not in the music business, but he has remixed audio for other people. He knows what he's doing with the mix. So se- uh, segues between songs are good. There's a flow to the album. I uh, saved a couple for my playlist, one or two songs, but... Um, I give it a, I give it a three point five. Okay, okay. My next one. I, we have to have a warning on this because this. Oh, is gonna, are we at the album? We're at the album. We're gonna get okay. explicit. I'm gonna start this off with saying this is the worst album I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's up there. Is there a genre that, that is this? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. This is well. I wouldn't say it's rap because she's not really rapping. It's between. I wouldn't even say it was dance. I it, I don't know. I can't. Mm-hmm. There's like beats and she's singing and it's Flo Millie. Ho, why's you here? Ho, why's you here? Yes. <laughs> and it came out July oh. 24th, 2020. Okay. Most. Okay. So we have. You know, to make it acceptable, it could be yo, why is you here? Instead of ho, why's yeah, you here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, this. <laughs> This album, 12 songs, 30 minutes. So that tells you a lot. Uh, most of the Okay, song, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's now, like a good a, shot getting it over. There with. is a theme to this album 
Oh, why is he here? And it's 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 an it's annoying because every song now imagine if um Paul McCartney, let's bring him up again. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Paul. Every song on his last down before the song started or when the song started, he went Oh, why is you here? No, no. Oh. I used to be in the Beatles shit. <laughs> I don't know why I said well. <laughs> I used to be in the Beatles, you f***ers. <laughs> so so um, you're asking the question, like, what if Paul McCartney's new album, like, always started started with that, or it was in there yeah, somewhere? Yeah, started with that. Okay. Every song on this album starts with, mm-hmm. she says, familiar shit. Familiar shit? Yeah. Was, what, like yeah, family, yeah. like fa- yeah. familiar. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, familiar shit. <laughs> so... Every okay, song, okay. Now, there's another theme is every song has the word bitch in it, mm-hmm. uh, especially the 12th song on the album, which is mm-hmm. the last song. She oh, says there... the word bitch 45 times. 45 uh, times. Yeah. She says, excuse me, bitch, sung over and over be some, be, between some just basic lyrics, but most No, of but it... listen, listen, she's being polite there. She's using some, some etiquette. Excuse mm-hmm. me, bitch. Yeah. Excuse me, bitch. Yeah, okay. So she's, she's making an effort, right? Yeah. yeah. And then most of the album is it's putting down other women. Mm-hmm. Um, she's boasting about sleeping with her friends, you know, boyfriends. Oh, why are you here? Sometimes her enemies, too, you know. Mm-hmm. But the whole album is about how, how great she is, how, you know, that she's oh. a bitch and she's not yeah. going to. She, she's the bitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the most annoying music I've ever heard, mm-hmm. I've, and I only could listen to it once. Were you able to get through a whole song? Were you able to listen like the whole song? Yeah, I did listen you? to the whole album. Oh, Here, good. I'll give good you some you. Uh, some lyrics from some of them. Uh, okay, yeah, this will be song good. Song two is um, "Beef Flow Mix." <laughs> I think I saw that at the Shoprite. Is that beef, beef or B? Beef, beef flow mix. <laughs> okay, beef. Yeah, I I was gonna pick it up the other day at Shoprite. <laughs> Oh, give it to that, us. Give it to no, us now, I ha- bitch. No, I, have to, I have to say that some of these lyrics got me like laughing. So, I mean, <laughs> no, but this is probably a plus. This, is, this is some serious. This is some serious yeah. music here on uh, on Rolling Stones top 50. Go ahead. Well, well, the, the amazing thing is this is rated at number 15. This should be Ooh, like. Oh, that hurts. Oh, yeah. This should be hurts. Like number 815. Uh, yeah. Eight, when you said eight, you mean 815. Yes. All right. So, so um, I like cash from my head to my ass. <laughs> I don't know. Like she's covered ahead. in cash. Yeah. 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 She just wants to be drowning in cash, I guess. Yeah. Number the third song is like that bitch. So you got the um, bitch in, in the t- title of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she's she's making fun of some uh, big top, small legs, bitch built like a wine glass. Yeah. You know, they're very descriptive. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, a good day. That I'll go through these real quickly one. here. In the party. Yeah. Um, well, this song uh, lets everyone know that she's still a bitch. Okay. Uh, so basically, she, she's either calling someone a bitch or she's a bitch, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think when you, when you talk about that, I think other people are like, are, 
are a bitch, but when you talk about yourself, like in that, in that context, you're, you're, you are the bitch. Yeah. 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 I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah. I just don't understand the purpose of this album, but you know, we, we, we got some N words in here. You oh, bigger. Not, not all the songs. Uh, ninja. Ninja. You know? The ninja yeah. word. Uh-huh. Like the song weak, these ninjas weak. Yeah. You know, she's calling uh, her friends out. I don't yeah. Know. With the N word. Yeah, which yeah. is not ninja, by the way. Just our yeah. listeners know. Yeah. Now, what, what's also mind-boggling is the New York mm-hmm. Times put this album at number eight. They even <sighs> like what's going on here? But they'd be bitches. So I don't know if you know all the youngins because we're oldens. Yeah, yeah. Just like this stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, this is crap to me. You know. I mean, maybe these people aren't calling me a bitch, you know, or a bigger or anything or a ninja. Maybe people aren't calling me that. So, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go download and stream some, some music that can call me that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to think about but it. When I listen to music, I, 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 I like, you know, maybe the voice, the, mm-hmm. the chorus, maybe it's got a good hook and, and maybe it has a good meaning. To it. I mean, there are mm-hmm. some fun, fun songs. I listen to that. Yeah. You know, uh, now, now I will say one good thing. Yeah, go ahead. Is that she does have a, a cute voice, like a, a very okay. nice voice, and maybe her next album will be a little bit more mm-hmm. intelligent. Maybe she'll figure out how to write <laughs> better songs because I think her voice is being wasted. Right, right. That's that's a good point. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, when you finish, let yeah. me know. I got something. <clears throat> okay. Comment there. Now, this is a, a, I think it's a website, but it's sort of a magazine called The Ringer. Mm-hmm. So this person, uh, Mika Peters, called The Mixtape, he's calling it a mixtape, not mm-hmm. only cool, but sort of radical in regards to her brash, magnetic alter ego. Though Ho Wise You Hear clocks in at 30 minutes, it is worth at least two hours of your time. Ho Wise You Hear. I don't want like why would anybody write that i want my 30 minutes back (laughs) my co-worker used to say listen my co-worker used to say that's 30 minutes of my life that i'm never going to get back yeah yeah that's what she's saying no listen um, my my rating uh, one last go ahead give me a rating my rating on this i know we go one to five but this is is a zero i don't recommend this one there's better there's a lot better music out there you know right right Right. I mean, give it a listen and you'll know what I'm talking about. So this Just, reminds me yeah. of, um, of back in the 80s. There was, this, um, there was this rap song. I think it was like a one-hit wonder or something. And I heard they're going to do a, a, a remix of it and put it out. I'm just reading it. I haven't heard it. And the song is Yo, Yo, Baby. And, and they're going to like just add. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like Yo, Yo, Baby, bitch. It went to number six. 1890 on billboards yeah. chart because uh, like I, I think 10 people might have listened to it jim i think we need to i think we need to let the listeners taste it here yeah we're gonna we're gonna play a little uh snippet Rapper! Twenty-four carat go. 
you're thinking I don't know It's how to live this life of mine I think I'm going out of my mind What? Huh? Boy, you break it on down Yo, yo, baby, yo, yo, baby, yo, yo, baby, yo, 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 baby, yo, yo, baby, yo, yo, baby, yo, 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 baby, yo, yo, baby, yo, yo, baby, yo, yo, Hey, don't you guys think that... I mean, you can't add, you can't just add bitch to that. I mean, it's not, that's not, that's not bringing it up, you know? Yeah. From 6,486 ranking, you know? Oh, I forgot to say that the first song on this album, it's really yeah. short. Of but course it, actually, it is. Of course it is. Well, no, it's, yeah, it's even shorter than two minutes. It's like a minute, mm -hmm. but it, it reminded me of Yo-Yo Baby. So yeah, we might have to get a lawyer on this. Uh, oh, man. The yeah. folks, when you listen to the, that, what we just played, listen yeah. to the first song. I don't have the name of it on the Flo mm -hmm. Millie album there. Okay. Flo Millie. Yo, yo, ho, why you here? <laughs> yo, yo, ho, why you? I don't no, know why I'm yo, here is it? sometimes. It's ho, ho, why you here? Hey, um, I can't believe, um, I can't believe that you were just talking about number 15, but I'm going to go to number four and we're leaving the electronica and the soccer mommy and the okay. rap behind. We're going to, we're going, we're jumping right up to, well, um, add one thing to clarify, okay. soccer mommy was not electronica. Maybe the, the drums were, yeah. um, but it's mainly guitar. Yeah. Okay, cool. Guitar. Yeah, and what I was saying is we're leaving behind the electronica and the soccer mommy oh, yeah. and the rap. Oh, okay. It's all different. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to uh, Bob Dylan's latest album, oh. Rough and Rowdy Ways. So Ooh. Rough and Rowdy Ways. Ugh. Rough and Rowdy Ways. Dennis in the basement, in. mixing up the medicine. I'm on the <laughs> yeah. bed. Yeah. <laughs> number four. Number four in 2020. Now, um, I, 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 got, I got some things to say about this album. I'm biased, you know, uh, me and Robert Zimmerman born on the same day. I was okay. born, I was born on, on his 20th birthday. So I always know how old I am. Uh, if I just know how old Bob Dylan so he is. could be your father. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering where he, where he was celebrating his 20th birthday. That doesn't make me old. It makes him old. So anyway, he was probably pro protesting something that, that yes, yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah. This is his first album with original music in almost 10 years. The album as a whole, it's recalling a lot of the many things that he's done uh, in his whole lifetime. But you got to watch because every single line isn't true. This isn't a documentary, you know, this is so he's he's like saying things that he's done. I'm not convinced that that all of it is exactly true. It starts off with a soft song, uh, a little bit more closer to spoken word than singing, you know, actually singing. And uh, Jim, you probably know it. I contain multitudes. He says he's, he's really waxing philosophical, and then he ends it with, and I contain multitudes. It's like, I contain mm -hmm. a lot of this, and uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the several blues songs uh, is uh, False Prophet. That's pretty good. Let's see what it says here. I've made up my mind to give myself to you. That's interesting. I've made up my mind to give myself to you, end quote. I thought that was an interesting title because there's actually 10 words in that title. 
Mm-hmm. A ten-word title, um, but um, but back to uh, back to the blues. You know, he's got that uh, got that slow beat uh, blues rhythm bass going, and that that's pretty good. Uh, some of the songs are upbeat and rocking, a uh, rocking blues like mm-hmm. "Goodbye Jimmy Reed." Another song, uh, "Mother of Muses," is pretty good. One thing I will note, though, uh, I like Bob Dylan. Uh, don't mm-hmm. listen all the time. He's he's. Uh, Getting up in years, that he that voice has sang a lot of songs. There's there's some times where uh, the voice is raspy and it's a little crackly mm-hmm. and yeah, and it's it's, it's, it's yeah and it's not it's not how he sings. It's the 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 voice is, is hurting a bit. So that's kind of hard to hear. But at the same time, the crackling in the voice it goes along with what he's saying. This this album is just it's it's him reminiscing, him going over and over. And yeah. I want to spend more time here on the last song. And Jim, you texted me as soon as you heard this song. It's a song last year, months ago, by Bob Dylan, and it's nearly 17 minutes long. And it's called yes. Murder Most Foul. Yes. Yeah. And so this one came out first, didn't it? As a single, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah, he released that yeah. before the album. And, and he had a point to that. You know, he like anyone who releases a single before an album. Uh, he wanted this one to be known. Murder Most Foul talks about, well, if you, would, if you call it up streaming, you have a great picture, portrait uh, of JFK, John F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. So the song is about the death of JFK being a murder most foul. But in this nearly 17 minutes, I think it's 1648 uh, or something, Bob Dylan goes through many things that have happened. And it's not just the sixties. Mm-hmm. He, he goes, it's a lot of sixties and seventies, but it's, it's politics. It's, it's mentioning so many name drops. I or maybe it's, um, saying. what, yeah, what's your, what's your transpired after JFK's assassination? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so yes, you know, I know they were, they're bad before that too, with some things, mm-hmm. you know, with segregation and the riots and, uh, but yeah, I, Right. Right. So it's not random in its timing. You're saying that it's about JFK and things that happen. The song is beautiful. Uh, it's spoken word. It's just piano in the background. Then later comes in uh, the violin about halfway through the song. Mm-hmm. You're hearing a violin, you're hearing a snare drum. Some words from the song, a good day to be living and a good day to die. That magic bullet has gone to my head. Another one, the day that they killed him, someone said to me, son, the age of the Antichrist has just begun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just going through a lot of things, and I'm really sensing he ends. Uh, I believe he ends. It is what it is, and it's murder most foul. Mm-hmm. So so Jim, I'm really sensing this whole album as I sensed a little bit with Bruce Springsteen and uh, mm-hmm. and I believe 2019 movie and an album. You know, really reflecting. I think Bob Dylan's doing it even more here. Yeah, Western really stars. Re- Western stars, yes, for, for Bruce Springsteen. And just, but I think he's really, Bob Dylan's really reflecting here, really looking back and not just looking back with ease. He's mm-hmm. looking back and what was the big moment? And he's saying, you know what? I, I got to talk for a while, even 17 minutes about that murder, most foul. And so I give this, uh, especially because of that last song mm-hmm. and the couple others I liked on the album. Uh, I give it a, a four. Okay. Um, I, I can listen to this again. And yeah, I've been listening meaning- to it and I held off because I knew you were, I mean, maybe I should have listened to some of it, but mm-hmm. um, only that, yeah. that last song. Yeah. 
And but it's uh, yeah. So I, I really, I, I, I think it's very meaningful. Mm -hmm. And Bob Dylan is so prolific, even at his age now. And right. um, you know, if you can get over the voice, listen to the lyrics. It's the same with Bruce Springsteen. You know, people just people love him or hate him. Mm -hmm. They hate him for the wrong reasons. Bruce has always been political. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just lately, just because of his politics, they, they hate him. You know, mm -hmm. uh, Tom Waits is another one. If you can get past the voice. Yeah, my wife, she doesn't particularly like Tom Waits. but I, mm -hmm. And his uh, voice, not, not that it's him, it's his voice. Yeah. Interesting thing about Bob Dylan is there was an album, I, I think it's called Blonde on Blonde where he had a song, uh, the song Lay Lady Lay, I think that's on that. His voice is not as shrill or whatever you call it, or raspy. It's, it's more like a singer's voice. It's more, yeah, because supposedly he had quit smoking for a while. Did you get that? Lay Lady yeah. Lay, Lay, lay Across. <laughs> Lay across my being. Yeah. No, no, no. You got a really good point. I remember that. I remember thinking that his his voice sounded smooth. Yeah. Okay. So my my album, my next album is Lady Gaga. Yeah. Chromatica. Mm -hmm. Now I have to say I really loved Lady Gaga's. I think it was her last two albums. I think one was Jolene, and mm -hmm. also. Uh, a Star is Born soundtrack. Both great. I agree with you. Yeah. Jolene being her uh, middle name, by the way. Yeah. Because that was more, uh, maybe more ballads or not. This one is dance. And Total. Total dance and get out there and shake that booty. So I listened to this a couple of times. There's a couple of songs that I like, kind of interesting, but it's not really my type of music. And I always think I'd, I'd rather listen to um, Halsey <laughs> mm -hmm. because lyrically, lyrically, this isn't for Lady Gaga. I mean, it's, it's sort of on the lines of the paparazzi song. Um, mm -hmm. You know, those early songs that she had out. Mm -hmm. The first song, uh, or it might be the second song, is called Alice. And she's referencing Alice in Wonderland. Uh, says, my name isn't Alice, but I keep looking for Wonderland. And that one um, has a good beat. And um, I, I like the way the vocals curve go mm -hmm. on that song. There's some interesting songs, that Plastic Doll. And it reminds me of the song uh, Barbie Girl. Mm -hmm. uh, just because of the, the theme here. Right. Uh, she's looking for someone who doesn't just love her because of the way she looks. Lyric is, I've lived in a pink box so long. I am top shelf. They built me strong. And then the chorus is, don't play with me. It just hurts me. I'm bouncing off the walls. No, no, no. I'm not your plastic doll. Mm -hmm. And then the, this one line in the same song reminds me, like it could be a Weird Al kind of. Yeah. Just a, just a, uh, I've got blonde hair and cherry lips. I'm state of the art. I'm microchip. I don't know. It yeah. just came across as a weird not that weird Al would say you know sing that yeah. but the yeah. microchip i don't know that just yeah the the worst song on here is the song enigma only because when i was listening to this for the first time i, I wasn't looking at the song titles mm -hmm. and i could have swore she was <laughs> she was saying 
She's saying, I'll be your enigma. But I thought she was saying, I'll be your enema. Because <laughs> she sings it. En- enigma. 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 And yeah, it sounds like. I'll be your enigma. Yeah. And I want to be your, you know, enigma. We can be en- we can be anything you want. So I'm like, how is she going to be an enema? I, you know, mm-hmm. how does that work? Yeah. <laughs> the one song I really liked is um, it's called Sign from Above. And it's mm-hmm. S-I-N-E. And uh-huh. sign is, I think it, uh, it's some sort of signal, like uh, mm-hmm. some sort of mm-hmm. sound wavelength signal. Mm-hmm. Now this song, two powerhouses come together, Lady Gaga and Elton John, Sir Elton John. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a futuristic song. Uh, now this song, I don't know, I get weird ideas when I'm in the car and I'm listening to stuff. Or, mm-hmm. So the song has some a couple spots where it speeds up and it becomes real dancey mm-hmm. and i don't know why and don't think any less of me but i i just pictured and i don't know why elton john ripping his shirt off and starting to twerk yeah okay yeah, i don't know why well, did you did you visualize that while you were driving yeah did, and I almost were you driving crashed again the, crashed the car again yeah oh i thought you were golfing i thought you were driving okay yeah driving the car this song might have some meaning. I'm trying to, when I was young, I prayed for lightning. My mother said it would come and find me. So I don't know if she was looking for something bigger than she was, or mm-hmm. something she wanted to become, or something that would take her out of the mundane life. She was, I, I don't know, maybe I'm looking too far. Well, she was, she was bullied. It was a sad, uh, difficult life. Yeah. When she was and young. Then, mm-hmm. And then Elton <laughs> says, when I was young, I felt immortal. And not a day went by without a struggle. So there's some meaning in this. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh, towards the end of the album, uh, Babylon, which has a um, has kind of a different meaning. uh, Babylon. Uh, It's spelled like the city. Ancient city. Uh Yeah. But it's when she sings, it's uh, like Babel on. Because she says Babylon, gossip, gossip. Mm hmm. Uh, kind of reminded me of One Night in Bangkok. Yes. Meets Vogue, the Madonna <laughs> song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, here's a trivia question One Night in Bangkok. Mm-hmm. Who sang that? Do you remember that song from the 80s? Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, Marty. Oh, you're close. Right? Murray. Yeah. Murray. Murray. Oh, yeah. Murray Head. Yeah. Murray Head. Yeah. 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 So, this is basically a dance album. And like I said, I. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm going to give it a three because right. I'm a little crazy about it. But for, for effort, I mean, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of work, work that went into this album. Mm-hmm. But it, it's an odd album where I wasn't really drawn into any songs in particular that, wow, this like that blew me away. And you yeah. can see what she right. And you can see what she did. Uh, the great fame and the great work that she put into A Star Is Born. I love that soundtrack. That's a five yeah. for me. And then just, go, just going from that to the stripped down personal Jolene, this was completely opposite up, you know, from being deep down and personal up to the top and giving her fans the dance music that they, they once loved and bought. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's just a, it's a big shift. And I'm sure she had fun doing it. I mean, there's a song with Ariana Grande on there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you have fun making music and it's, 
it's it's way above that slow millie album anything's way yeah. above that but yeah 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 we're gonna so that's it that's the that's a three and three yeah okay so we've got the the six random ones done from the top 50 songs excuse me albums from rolling stone's top 50 of 2020 i searched and it was difficult for me to find some stuff i really liked in mm-hmm. 2020 now i know there's a local guy that we interviewed you know justin schuyler he did something good mm-hmm. um in 2020 i've been listening to amos lee if you guys yes. know anything about music you know about amos lee so Amos Lee is doing the Thursday live live streaming, 7.30 to 8 every Thursday. He's taking next week off. So anyway, there's things I like in 2020. But what I did is I went back and I found somebody new mm-hmm. who did something in 2020. So I'm listening to college radio, and I said, this song is sweet. This song is good. And you know what? Now I forget what song it was. But it's Andrea Megan Campen. the Stallion? No, no. It's her sister. No, I'm kidding. It's not her sister. No, this is Andrea Von Kampen. And the genre is singer-songwriter and new folk. And um, she put an album out, a five-song EP called Romeo and Juliet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just her and her guitar. It's five songs are really smooth and sweet. But really, I'm just using this album to get in the door so I can talk about Andrea Von Kampen. Um, She had a first album called Desdemona. And she had a second album called Old Country. And Old Country, it's talking about people who uh, immigrated from the old country in Europe to the U.S. That was recorded in 2019. But really, um, oh, then and also in 2020, then up to this Romeo and Juliet, uh, just most recently in October of 2020, she put out Song for Mel. And I haven't gotten to hear mm-hmm. the Song for Mel, M-E-L. But I do want to talk about this. She's a great artist. She's only 26 years old. Mm -hmm. She's from a small town in Nebraska, then moved and is now playing out of Lincoln, Nebraska. And uh, she is just wonderful. It's her and her guitar. But she put out in 2017, she put out a live album. Uh, It's live on Audio Tree. So it's a service called Audio Tree. It's her and her friend and fellow musician Addie Hotchkiss. Addie Hotchkiss is on cello and backing vocals. They really complement each other. It's just it's just wonderful to hear them together. My favorite song on the live uh, on Audio Tree is Let Me Down Easy. And mm-hmm. if you're going to listen to anything, listeners, check out Andrea Von Kampen, Let Me Down Easy. Her style is very much, I was thinking first Sean Colvin, and then mm-hmm. as I'm listening to some other stuff uh, just earlier today, very much like Suzanne Vega. If okay. you've had some of those early Suzanne Vega uh, mm-hmm. or, or, or mid, mid-career, uh, that's, it's Sean Colvin and Suzanne Vega telling a story, but this, her voice is wide range and very sweet, very sweet mm-hmm. and expressive. So mm-hmm. uh, listeners, check out Andrea Von Kampen. Only 26 years old, only a couple mm-hmm. albums out, and you're going to be hearing more from her. And you know her already if you are into uh, folk or singer-songwriters at all. Mm-hmm. When the podcast comes out, in the description, we'll have a list of all the artists we talked about. That's right. Including the albums, um, but just the artist names. So you don't yeah. have to go back into the podcast 
Mm-hmm. Of people. And then we'll have to we'll have to have a little meeting and decide whether flow is actually going to be listed. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I want a hashtag. <laughs> so So Jim, Jim, what do you got from uh from 2020 that you're liking? So I found this uh new band last year and you know, sometimes music is subjective, you know, and uh mm-hmm. but I like all genres. Uh mm-hmm. and sometimes I go for lyrically, but also I go for fun, sound, yeah. rocking. This band is just fun. Uh, they are called Dream Wife, okay? Wow. They are from the UK. They're a little bit hard to describe, but they're, um, I call them like punk pop. And what I like about this band is a little bit experimental in that they, when they've been interviewed, they said each show, their songs, are, they don't play the songs exact. Like the guitarist may do something a little different. Mm, uh, intentionally. Yeah, and they're also yeah. working, even though these songs are on an album mm-hmm. recorded, they're still working on the song. Yeah. So they're, they're a fairly new band. So their last album was So When You Gonna. So When You Gonna. And I know our listeners can't see, but I actually have. That's yeah, what they kind of look like. Fun mm-hmm. and um, back to vinyl. Back to twelve inch say, vinyl. Yeah, and this the album that I got is on a splatter clear. Oh, cool! And I don't know why, but they only made three hundred of them, and I didn't pay too much. Even paid the regular cool. like twenty. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about buying another one and holding on. Mm-hmm. I don't know how popular they are. And I'm not sure how I discovered this band, but uh, when you go on Apple Music and you're listening to, maybe you type in a band that someone recommended, and then at Mm -hmm. the bottom it says similar artists. Mm -hmm. And I always click on those. So this band, uh, they were former, um, if I'm saying right, Brighton University students. Mm -hmm. Uh, The guitarist, her name is Alice Goh. The bass player is Bella Pod Paddock. Wow. And the singer is Raquel, R A K E L M J O I L. Now, this band started out, I, I like this whole story because uh, the band started out as a um, college project to like create a band. Mm-hmm. The story, as far as I could gather is that they wanted to go to Canada to visit uh, some friends. They didn't have a lot of money. So they decided let's, let's get book some places to play, make some money. And that's how mm-hmm. they started out. They only had four songs. I don't know how, how you do a tour. Yeah, you can't do much. Songs. They are pretty much a, I don't know if women's lib, if, if I want to use that word, if there's another word for it now, but well, they're uh, feminist. Yeah. Equal yeah, rights, and then, feminist. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know, like halfway through their shows, they, they have, I think it's called a, <laughs> I'm sorry, I think it's called a bitch break or something like that. Okay. What do you do on a bitch break? All the, all the women come up to the front. Okay. So there's no men. Yeah, yeah. Whether bitch they're um, slam dancing or, or whatever. Uh-huh. That's so interesting. The lead vocalist, she's, she's pretty good. She, and some of the songs, she almost speaks. She has the accent, mm-hmm. and she's not really singing. 
The one song that got my attention was a song called Homesick. It starts out, you know, just slow. And then the chorus before the she just scream like screams out the lyrics. And it and her voice, I think it's as high as her voice can go. Wow. And it just caught my attention. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But they're a fun band. So that's uh, Dream Wife. I'm going to check them out. And I think they have. This might be their third album mm-hmm. that just came out. That's cool. I just want to uh, talk about some other bands that, uh, real briefly, uh, mm-hmm. check out Marcus King. His last album was El Dorado. He has a band, it's called the Marcus King Band, but he put out, I can never figure out when someone puts out a um, solo album and it's their name still. Like, did they get, just get, because he has a band. Did he get rid of the old band? And he has different, yeah, yeah. you know. Of course, Phoebe Bridgers. She's mm-hmm. um, on everybody's uh, list. Now. Watch list, right? Yeah, she was on SNL. I, I just love Phoebe Bridgers, um, both her albums. And I think uh, on her first album, there's a song called Funeral. And try and listen to it without crying. Wow. Because it's just, it's uh, pretty powerful. Another one is uh, Alex the Astronaut. And, have not heard of Alex. Not heard of Alex. And she's similar again to Phoebe Bridgers and Soccer Mommy, um, but but she's from Australia, so mm-hmm. she has the Australian accent when she's singing. A really great voice. It, it's it's a it's one person. I think her name's Alexandria or something like that. Yeah. Tired Lion. Now, mm-hmm. see, this is the thing. I went uh, when I did the similar artists. I'm getting all Australian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Now, they're a cross between, like, Weezer and Green Day, believe it or not. It's a female lead singer. I think there's another female in the band. So it's, I think it's two women and two guys. So this, this album title I love, Breakfast for Pathetics. And that came out last year. But they're, um, they're higher energy, uh, fun, and, and intelligent uh, lyrics. Mm-hmm. Another fun band, the Bomb Pops. They're kind of punkish pop. Mm-hmm. They also sound like uh, another band I like, the Dolly Rots. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sound kind of like the Donnas. I don't know if you remember them from like the 80s. Another Australian w- w- from a couple years ago, I started again, Courtney Barnett. I don't think she put out an album last year. Oh, there's oh, one more, Odd Morris. Okay. <laughs> they are an Irish band. And the weird thing is they've only released three songs as singles in the last two years no album and believe it or not they sound like early u2 like musically like i will need to check that out not so so much that that the singer sounds like bono but the guitar like it it has that u2 like early u2 especially the song cold water cold water that's cold water now is that is that morris like my my friend's last name m-o-r-r-i-s yes yeah, that, okay. Odd Morris. Yes. Odd Morris, yeah. Jim, thanks so much for uh, the list of, you know, our listeners can check out some things. I've, I wrote down uh, Dream Wife and, uh, and Marcus King and Odd Morris. I've got some things written down. I'll check those out. Yeah, I don't know if you like Dream, Dream Wife as much as that. because Oh, I will, I will check it out and <laughs> find out for myself. So we got one more thing here. We want to do This Day in Music next.
this day in music, uh, February 27th. And I'm going to I'm going to start this off. So we talk about music history, this day in music history. We've got 2004 taking you back to 2004 kiddos. A worker in a supermarket in Aspen, Colorado, alerted the police after seeing a man shopping with his face covered by a mask. Oh, no. Yeah, a mask. Now, right now in Aspen, there's about 300 people shopping yeah. in Aspen with masks on. But this was pre-COVID. Uh, police arrived on the scene and identified the man as a one Mr. Michael Jackson, who was oh. in town on holiday with his children. We know that uh, Michael you know, would always wear a mask a lot of places. Do you remember oh, yeah. he, went, he went to Africa to visit? I don't even know what country. And he wore a mask and he wouldn't take it off. And people were offended, thinking that uh, they thought he was dirty and stuff. So he offended everybody there by not taking. His yeah, mask I think he, whenever he'd go out of the house, he would wear a mask. So he, he was before his time. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, if he was he, still he, alive. He, he would have no problem. Yeah, wearing a he, mask. He, would, he would love it. Yeah, yeah. we would be we wearing Michael Jackson's face on our masks, possibly. All right. So what do you got? We're going back to 1968. Um, 25-year-old Frankie Lyman, lead singer of the Teenagers, died from a heroin overdose in his grandmother's New York home. Hmm. Lyman was on leave from a Georgia Army post at the time and was scheduled to record for Roulette Records the next day. And he first hit national charts in 1956 when he was just 13 with Why Do Fools Fall in Love? Wow. And I think he was, yeah, 25 years old. And Frankie Lyman is going to come up uh, in one of our podcasts with actually someone we're going to be interviewing. Yeah, yeah. Interviewed soon, soon to come. We're going way back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go to 2010. So we are 11 years ago. Um, talking about moneymakers here. You 2 raked in more money than any other music act in the U.S. in 2009, making 109 million dollars from touring record sales and royalties now uh jim this is more than double the next person so if you cut this in half you have bruce springsteen who took in about 58 million followed by madonna you know that just surprises mm -hmm. me madonna 2010 somehow and when then ac lost her um spark by that time yeah <laughs> yeah, but she's she gained a spark again because this is 2010. So okay. um, so then it was ACDC and then it was your favorite Coldplay. Um, you know, you two will always make more than Coldplay. It's just the way it is. But uh, anyway, yeah. there you go. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, I should have looked into this, but um, it seems that that was probably when they had the 360 stage and they spent millions just on um, on that stage. I was going to say uh, 190 million profit. 109, excuse me, 109. 109. Mm -hmm. And then you have to pay all these people. I mean, was yeah. it, unless it was profit after everything was paid for. Well, right. I think they, I think it's, I think it's uh, net profit because that's yeah. what they're making. It doesn't say gross. It says making. Let me see. Uh, took home. The other, the other words they use is took okay. home with somebody else. I okay, think it's profit. So, yeah. So maybe the four guys, you know what I mean? If it's, it. It, yeah, if it's gross, uh, they should say uh, they should say that, that that the band grossed this on tour and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, wow. So my next one is um, it's 1977 again, mm -hmm. February 27th. Mm -hmm. 
Keith Richards was arrested at Toronto's Harbour Castle Hotel after an ounce of heroin was found following a raid of his hotel room by 15 Royal Canadian Mounted Police. They were mounted so they, while they're in the hotel. Yeah, they were mounted. They they shoved them into the elevator. I don't know how many horses you can get in there. Like he he probably heard them coming. You know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so Richards, um, he was charged with possession with intent to traffic. He faced seven years to life in prison, and bail was set at twenty five thousand. So obviously, he is not. You know, he didn't get life in prison. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure that it was reduced. I don't even know. If, not sure if he spent any time in, in jail. Yeah, yeah. And he's still alive, which is amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Walking Dead, yes. what they call What's yes. his nickname? I don't Walking know. Walking Dead. Hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I go to um, a birthday. This is a birthday on 27th. Oh, no, wait, one February. more thing. About yeah, Keith. yeah, heroin. You going to talk about heroin again? There, you just, there you was a meme that. when we were first in quarantine. I mean, we yes. Go out of our house uh, only to the grocery store. And it was a meme of Keith Richards. He's up on a balcony. He's up on a balcony just wearing shorts. No, and he looked like he's looking around. And I said, Where is everybody? You know, if there was like yeah. some plague, yeah, yeah, Keith yeah. Richards would be the only yeah. survivor. Yeah, he'd come out and say, What? Look, where is everybody? <laughs> oh, my. All right, we're going back. We're going back 110 years. What? I'm serious. I wasn't exaggerating. Uh, so anyway, on this date in 1910, we have the Trinidadian pianist Winifred Atwell. You're saying, why are we talking about Winifred Atwell? Well, let me tell you. She enjoyed popularity in Great Britain and Australia in the 50s. So the series of Boogie Woogie and Ragtime hits selling over 20 million records. Okay, again, this is 20 million records wow. in the 50s. She was the first black person to have a number one hit in the UK singles chart. And it was with uh, Let's Have Another Party. Oh, there you go. Hmm. And she is still only, the only female instrumentalist to do so. That hmm. would be to have a number one hit in the UK singles charts. She died on uh, the 28th of February, 1983. So anyway, that's interesting that uh, the first black person uh, to have a number one hit in the UK singles was Winifred Atwell. Very cool. And, and I would imagine Boogie Woogie is maybe like Rockabilly. Sort of a... Yeah, Rockabilly, Boogie Woogie, Ragtime. It's a lot of just moving fast, you know. Yeah, when Do you say Let, let's have a party, I think, of, uh, I think it's Wanda Jackson has a song, something like that. Oh, because yeah. she could have been covering it if it's maybe. the same title. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about Madonna again. This was uh, 2015. So this was only uh, six years ago. Madonna said she suffered whiplash as a result of her nightmare accident at the 2015 Brit Awards. The 56-year-old was pulled backwards off stage by a cape. She was wearing a cape, you know, yeah. like a superhero. Yeah. It was supposed to fall from her shoulders, causing the singer to fall down a flight of steps. So I don't know how she was pulled backwards. Oh, it was probably a breakaway. It's made to break away. It's supposed to be pulled down. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and instead of breaking away, it pulled her back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. So that was uh, This Day in Music History, 27th of February. 
Listeners, it's been great. I really appreciate mm-hmm. you spending time with us and uh, getting into some new music and, uh, you know, starting out with critiquing uh, 2020 a little bit. Uh, you know, we have, to, we have to have a discerning uh, taste and we have to critique a little bit because, you know, just from some of the stuff we heard, you know, the one is, uh, Jim, the one that you were lucky enough to get, you know, so we got, we got we to gotta look at that. Yeah, and you can tell we're, um, we grew up listening to Led Zeppelin and the Cars. And, but yeah. we also, that's why we, we're also looking for new music, like, uh, like the bands we mentioned, bands I mentioned. Yeah. It's not like we're stuck in the uh, 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, or 90s or aughts. Yeah, we just love music. And uh, be sure to check out our interviews. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel, I like to mention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just look up Jim and Mike Talk Music. We have some video on YouTube, and we don't have our regular podcast on YouTube anymore. So that's just audio. So, and whatever um, platform, podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. So, and we appreciate everybody listening. All right. So check out, uh, check out the interviews coming up. So listeners. Turn off the TV. And turn up the music. Intro and exit music by the band 99%. Today's show was produced and edited by Jim Thatcher. You can find Jim and Mike Talk on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and their host site, Podbean. The song Yo-Yo Baby was used with permission from the rap duo Fruity Loops.